Paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined, of course, by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How right. are you doing? I am fantastic. And busy as always. Oh my goodness, yes. Busy, busy, busy. I actually just did the math, and I have personally sold 55 houses so far this year. Wow. Which averages to three houses a week. So I now know why, A, my house is a disaster, and B, I'm exhausted. But other than that, life is fantastic. Well, what else would you be doing, right? Nothing I'd rather be doing, there that's for go. sure. So... It's all over social media, and I'm sure it's being talked about quite a bit amongst real estate folks, but this historic home went up for sale this week in Rochester, and it's just one of those. I, I was aware of this home a long time ago, and it's. I wish I could buy it. It's crazy. Um, I don't know if you wish you could buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in it yesterday, okay. and I mean, it is a very unique home. Let's just say that. And it's, uh, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, it's the, it's known as the pump house right. to the Rochester plumber house. So it's on so the base of the hill, right? It's located directly below the plumber house. Correct. So, um, I actually showed it yesterday and one of the concerns that my particular buyer had was the shared driveway, which in Old Southwest, that's not that uncommon, but this particular house, people have to drive right through your front, you know, right past the front of your house to get to theirs. And it's kind of like right on the shared driveway. So it, it's a little unique, but that's not the reason I think the house is not for me. Okay, there's, I mean, there's other reasons. So it has a um, 3,600 square foot cave. Yeah, a back cave. Yeah, mm -hmm. a cave <laughs> in the house. So you lost me right there. <laughs> so so that whole Batman and Robin thing, yeah, nope, nope, don't want the cave. So maybe I don't want to live there, but I, I want to own it anyway. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm happy to take you for a tour if you want to go for a tour. <laughs> I, I, it's empty, so it's not inconveniencing anybody. So if you want to see it, I'll show it to you. It's unique is for sure the right word. But um, I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel very homey to me and maybe it's just because it's empty and nobody's living there but i couldn't get past that cave and then there's a sliding glass door so you see down into the cave and right down the middle of the cave is a side a sidewalk <laughs> like a sidewalk to nowhere uh, so you wouldn't sleep well at night is what you're telling me i probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't i think if it were like you know the 1800s and we wanted to open up some kind of a whiskey bootleg place it'd be an awesome opportunity but other than that i'm not sure what we would want with that so my understanding is that that was storage for goods and things like that that were used in the plumber house and there's a connection that actually goes from that cave up to the actual plumber house that's not open okay i was going to say that connection has clearly been closed off but you know that would make sense so it was literally the cellar the root cellar or you know where they kept the potatoes and the 
Uh, well, somebody said you could put wine in there, and I said, listen, you could put more wine than any <laughs> liquor store in Rochester has. It's, it's it's a pretty serious cave. But, no, it's cool, it's fun, it's unique, and the buyers that I showed it to were actually quite intrigued because they're not the cookie-cutter house kind of people. So for somebody who's looking for something really different, it definitely is that. And it has four beds and three baths and a two-car garage. There was like a, in the middle of it, it looks like it probably was the garage at one time. There's this great big, like, garage carriage, garage door, horse stall thing looking. But it doesn't open. And then right behind it is actually the dining room now. Okay. So, so there's yeah. no... I wouldn't be able to drive a car into the cave. I'm thinking if I had a collection of Maseratis or something like no, that, I could start no. in there. No, no, it doesn't okay. go that way. If it worked like that, somebody probably would be pretty excited by it. But I guess I'm a sunlight girl, so caves <laughs> do not do a thing for me. Not uh, a thing for me. The other question I had about the house, because a lot of those old houses have really tiny rooms. Yeah. Is that the case here? Um, not so much. Um, they did describe the kitchen as some gourmet kitchen or I don't know the, what words they used. You know how some of these realtors, ha ha, blink, wink, wink, <laughs> use, <laughs> use all these fancy words, but um, it wasn't exactly the gourmet kitchen that I expected, but again, it's a very, very, very old house. Yeah. And, but the living room spaces are nice, and the bedrooms were quite large. And I mean, there's it's definitely quaint. And I would have loved to seen it when the family lived there because I'm sure with their furnishings in, it was a completely different feel. Sure, I bet it was. I always wonder too in that area if you get a lot of noise from the highway, and because you're right by both 12th Street and Highway 52, really. Um, you know what? I didn't notice any noise. It was tucked in, and they have this kind of lovely patio up on the upper level. And I sat out there for a little while because I was zooming with this buyer, and I didn't hear anything. It was actually it was actually quite tucked in nicely, and it was pretty quiet and serene. No, I was happy to be able to go in and see it because it was cool. I wonder if a like a morel mushroom hunter who wanted to. Dry other mushrooms would be able to that. See, you're right. It's going to be a real niche buyer, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. They could have, um, they could have Girl Scout camp in there, and you could <laughs> camp out. I don't know. It's like it is just really, it's just really, really interesting. My son actually called me about it, and he's like, "Mom, I saw this guy on TikTok who does these unique houses." Unfortunately, the guy screwed it up and said that the house was in Rochester, New York. Oh. But anyway, he did a TikTok on that house, and. Brett's like, did you ever hear of it? I said, oh, yeah, I've been in it. And I said, it's really cool. And he's like, oh, I'd like to see it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm happy to take you in there. So anybody who's listening, if they want to go see the house, I'm, I'm, I'm here for a tour. You're just not going in the cave with them. Uh, you have to wear a hard hat, and they do supply the hard hats. But... A, I'm not really into putting on a hard hat that somebody else has been wearing. And B, I'm not going in the cave, Andy. <laughs> the cave is not my jam. Uh, is, yeah, you're more like, let's have the big giant patio deck looking out on the Mississippi River. That's and, and sunshine and big windows. <laughs> when I hear people say to me, I'm looking for a house with a lot of sunlight, big windows, I'm like, you're talking my language. Oh, yeah. Well, like I say... It, if I had, you know, what is it, a half a million dollars laying around? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's 550000 And I'm sure someone's going to buy it. I'm sure someone's going to think this is an amazing opportunity for this really unique home. And I have no doubts that the house will sell, and especially in this market. Yeah. You know, so it, it's going to be a cool adventure for somebody. No doubt about it. 
Well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens with this thing. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. We'll follow that one. <laughs> oh, boy, that's that's fun. I, yeah. It, but you know what? If you really do have $500,000 to spend and you want something with the big windows and the sunlight, I've got a house for you. Okay. okay? All right. So I, I just listed a house out in Byron. The address is 1005 3.5 Avenue, Northwest Byron. It is gorgeous. It is a brick executive home. Okay, it has four bedrooms, four baths. It was built back in 1991. On the main floor of the house, there are 2,524 square feet. Wow. It's a really sprawling, you know, three bedrooms on the main, just beautiful house. They just recently redid the master bath and it's gorgeous. So, I mean, the house is very, very nice, and it is a total of 4,182 square feet, and it just sits, you know, on a city lot in Byron, but it's a very well-manicured and groomed lot, so it, it definitely grabs your attention when you drive by. But they put new windows in, so that house is so beautiful and bright and sunny. I walked in, and I'm like, okay, this is my kind of house. <laughs> yeah, really nice. Four ninety nine nine, and... Um, I would love to show it to anybody who wants to see it, and I would love to sell it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll sell that one pretty quickly. So if you're not into caves, go this way. That's for sure. Right. So I can do. I can show you caves for five fifty, <laughs> or I can show you sunlight for five hundred. Either way, you're going to get four bedrooms and a beautiful brick house. <laughs> there we go. We have to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results right here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cole. Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney is with us. Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Um... Isn't it about time of the month where we kind of see some statistics, Robin? It is. I have got the market report from last Monday, so it's pretty current, a week old. But I'll go over some of the statistics about the current market. Hasn't changed a great deal, but, you know, it's still nice to kind of talk about it, right? Right. So it says, uh, currently there are 469 sales pending in the market overall leaving 133 listings for sale. That's up a little bit. Yeah, the resulting pending ratio is 77.9%. So you might be asking yourself, what does that mean? The pending ratio indicates the supply and demand of the market, of course. Specifically, a high ratio means that listings are in demand. So 77.9% is a pretty high ratio. Uh, low ratio means there's not enough qualified buyers for the supply. We haven't had that problem no. <laughs> for a very, very long time. So taking a closer look, we noticed that the 200 to 300 price range has a relatively large number of contracts pending sale. We also noticed that the 200 to 300 range has relatively large inventory of properties for sale at 30 listings, 30. Median Four. list price, well, this is from Monday, so that number's probably five now, but <laughs> it was 30 on Monday. Uh, all the properties, the median price is on the market is 429.5, okay? Wow. 
Yeah. So at 200,000, we have 160 pending sales. So lots of closings coming up. That was that, you know, how we were so crazy busy in March, month of March. Yeah, those right. are those are closing now. So that running around 12 hours a day stuff, those those are all coming to the closing table. And then let's see what else is interesting on here. Um, even the sales up in every single category, again, um, even in all the way up to a million dollars. So a total of 901 contracts have closed in the last six months, and the median sold price was 265000 uh, breaking it down, of course, the 200 to 300 price range contains the highest number of sold listings. That doesn't seem to change much from month to month, does it? Well, excuse me. What it's done, though, is it's shifted over the last year or so from the 150 to 2 to the 2 yeah. to 3. Yes, it has. It absolutely has. Yeah, it's crazy that we think about first-time home buyers and we're looking at 200 to 300. Ay, ay, ay. But as you pointed out, with the interest rates where they're at now, yeah, that's yeah. not as scary as it sounds. Yeah, I actually had read an article about somebody, some realtor was talking about when they were in doing business several years ago in the market, uh, the interest rate was 18%. You know, a house that a family would buy now for a $1,600 month house payment would have been 6500 then. Yeah. So, I mean, and let's face it, wages are definitely higher now oh. than they were then. So all the way around, it's still prices being higher. It's still um, lower monthly payments. And I've done, is, the, done the math. We've talked about this before. But I look at when I got into my house a million years ago, you're getting, a, for the same amount of payment, you're getting more house. Right. And I tell people, let's not focus on the purchase price per se, okay? Because truth be told, very few of the houses that I'm selling this year are gonna be owned by those same buyers until they're paid off 20 years from now or right. 30 years from now. Very, very few of them. Even, I think that's even more so because we live in Rochester, Minnesota, where people come to do a residency and then go or come to do a fellowship and then go yep. or come to do an internship or come to work for a little while and get mail on their resume and then they go home to where they came from or whatever. There's a lot of comings and goings. So it's not like when I grew up, I lived in the same house my entire childhood or you probably did too. My parents still live in that house. I mean, those days are gone. I think I read somewhere that in Rochester specifically, because of what you were just talking about, every five years, one third of the population changes out. Correct. So I tell people when they buy the house, as much as you might think this is going to be your forever house, I can promise you that within five to seven years from now, you're going to be moving. Either the triplets are on the way or or you're, you know, have gotten a better job offer somewhere else or whatever the reason is going to be. You're going to move. I mean, it's just a statistic. I can't yep. talk. The statistics prove it. Life happens. And life happens. And so because of that, I think let's focus on your monthly budget. Let's focus on how does this monthly payment fit 
your income and your other expenses and the way you want to live. And, you know, I always tell people the most important thing is, yes, you might be able to afford more, but what what feels really good? What feels like if we want to take a trip, we can take a trip and not feel house poor, you know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's super important and people can get approved for um, pretty high amounts because a lot of people in Rochester have really high incomes. And you know what else I find? A lot of people, maybe it's a Minnesota thing, but a lot of people in our market have really high um, credit scores as well. Hmm. So I don't know if it's because we have a higher level of education per capita. I know I don't know if that all goes hand in hand, but you know, very few, I, I, I work with some young buyers that have a, a low amount of credit because they haven't yet established right. it. You know, they don't have credit cards. They've maybe had a, they've maybe had a car loan and they've paid their car payments on time. So they have, they don't have bad credit, but they just don't have much credit. And that's kind of looked at the same way as, I mean, it's, it's actually kind of unfortunately perceived as low credit, a low credit score. Well, it's part of the, I mean, we all went through it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Nobody started out at the top or nobody right. started out with perfect credit. If they did, I want to know their secret. <laughs> and there's no shortcut to it either. You just have no. to be consistent and make your payments and you have obligations, fulfill your obligations and you'll eventually and, get there. And that's why I always tell these young ones starting out, you know, let's buy something that even if right now we have to fight for a house and we have to pay more than it's you know, worth. I don't want it to be more than it's going to appraise for, but you know, they're all going pretty high. Let's find something that you can afford comfortably and live in and enjoy. And it provides you shelter and an opportunity to create wealth. Right. It's an investment. We it's an to, investment. We have to take another break, a real quick break. We'll be back uh, with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian? Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. We're talking about the monthly statistics concerning the local real estate market here in the Rochester area. And I, we usually cover this. I don't think we've talked about it yet, Robin. Um, the inventory supply, uh, the, it's usually a month or so. Where, where are we at with that now? Yeah, that's about exactly where we're at. Okay. Um, one month supply. So Unfortunately, if nothing comes on the market, then in one month from now, we have nothing to sell. Well, the good news is it's not lower than it was. No, it's not lower. We're, we're, keep, we're kind of holding steady. So it's sort of like list, sell, repeat, list, <laughs> sell, repeat, list, sell, repeat. And, and that's okay with me. I mean, I, li I like that. Makes it very quick and, and stress-free, you know, what we're talking about with this credit. Let's go back to that okay. for a minute. Um, this week I had a young buyer, such a nice kid, and oh, I was so impressed by him. Literally 21 years old and ready to buy a house. Wow, that wasn't isn't, me. Isn't that this so cool? So cool. It is. And um, so because he 
lives in Wabasha and um, lives with his parents in Wabasha and has a job in Lake City, he wants to live in Wabasha, okay? So it, it worked out really well for him because, unfortunately, because he's only ever had a car loan. He's, he doesn't have anything else. He can't get, you know, like for a normal buyer, you can have your utility company say, I've paid my electric bill on time, you know, all the while I rented. You can have your landlord say, I paid my rent on time, or your cable company. All those things will help build that credit as well. It doesn't have to be just a credit card, right? Well, this young man has lived at home. And he has never paid rent. He's never paid an electric bill or a cable bill or any of those bills. He's been very fortunate and has parents that have, you know, allowed him to stay at home and work. But at the same time, he's done a great job. He has saved $7,000, which I'm super impressed by. And he wants to buy a house. Well, because of his lack of credit, he doesn't... Uh, qualify for a conventional financing, right? So he gets he can get a FHA loan. Well, that's fine and dandy, but we've talked a lot about, you know, competing in multiple offers and how I get so frustrated because you come forth with an FHA loan and the listing agent almost always guides the seller to go away from the VA loans, away from the FHA loans, and to take the conventional loans. And of course, the old saying, cash is always king. So if somebody's in there with cash, take the cash offer. The part that drives me crazy about this is that who's coming in and buying houses with cash? It's not the first time home buyers, I'll tell you that. It's the investors, right? It's the people that have the money and now they're taking advantage of it and they're coming forth with their cash offer, which they will then own that property and turn it into a rental because they know there's all these frustrated buyers who aren't getting a house, aren't able to buy one and now need a place. So they're going to turn around and rent these places. And then when they decide to sell it, they'll sell it and they'll make more money on it. So it's sort of kind of making the gap between the haves and the have-nots even bigger because those young buyers who are trying to get started, you know, whether they're a vet who's um, now out of the service and wants to take advantage of this VA loan or it's a young buyer who hasn't yet established credit and wants to get an FHA loan, they a lot of times can't compete at the table in the multiple offers. And I just find it very, very unfortunate. And it's it's beyond even that because, as you point out, when the home becomes a rental home, oftentimes the rent is higher than what then, the yes. mortgage would have been. Yes, yeah. So that's why it's like you can't. He here he is, you know, working really hard and trying to, you know, build his wealth at a very young age. Which is again, hats off to this young man. I'm right. so impressed. But I was so thrilled to say to him, "Guess what? I actually." just listed a house and they don't want to put it on the market until after the 100 100 mile rummage sale which is going on you know and they have stuff everywhere and so i said maybe i could talk them into uh selling it without even going live and so i did and i went to them and i explained the situation and they had lived in the house for you know a long time yep. 45 years plus wow and they were elated they were so happy that this young man was in the position to buy the house and they were so thrilled to sell it to him so i was just feeling so good about that is it i'm trying i'm trying to figure out how to ask this question because i think i'd be open to that kind of thing that you're just talking about that um 
I, I if I were looking at offers for my home when the day comes that I put it on the market, I would not want to sell it to an investor. That would be specifically and, and there are and there are sellers and investors are not a protected class. So you're not discriminating by not choosing an investor. Okay. So there's nothing illegal about that. And there are there are sellers that feel exactly the same way you do, Andy. And it's sort of like keep the American dream alive. Keep helping these young people buy that house and right. get in. And if that's their means as an FHA loan, and you know what's even better than just the fact that he's got an FHA loan? He gets um, a rural Minnesota to rural housing sure. loan. I guess I want to say loan. I want to say it's down payment assistance, but it's an interest-free loan. Right. So he'll get a loan that'll come with his with his mortgage, and that loan will pay for his down payment as well as his closing costs. So he'll get to keep that $7,000 that he has saved up in his bank. I think he has to spend... Um, $2,000 of it, okay? And the rest of it he'll get to keep. And then he'll take that Minnesota um, down payment assistance and he'll get to pay his down payment and his closing costs. And what will happen is when he sells the house, whether that's in four years from now or 18 years or 40 years, whenever he sells the house, like I told you, it's probably going to be five to seven years. <laughs> but whenever he sells the house, he has to pay that $11,000 back. But sure. it's interest free, interest free. And odds are, I mean, really good odds are he's going to... The house will have improved in value. Right. Yes. Yes. Increased in value. You know what I like about this is, you know, you talk about community. You, I know you're super heavily invested in community. This is this option, this idea that you would put a preference towards a young man like this or a young family is it's going to help your neighborhood. Yes. It's really nice. And, you know, the fact is, is that... They, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody, right? And they're like, oh, his relatives live on our street and they're fine people. We <laughs> love them. And, you know, it's I, I just love it. I just love it. And it just feels so good that they, and I told them, you know, I told them when I went to list the house. Now, this is the deal, you guys. Even Wabasha is getting into multiple offers now. And even Wabasha, we can price this up because it hasn't always been like that. You know, there have been times where the market was booming and on fire in Rochester. And then I would go to a listing appointment in Wabasha and they'd be like, oh, I'm hearing the houses in Rochester. So I'm like, yeah, that's Rochester. It's unfortunately not really kind of out in the outlying communities, but those days are gone. It's yeah. definitely in the outlying communities now as well. So I told these sellers, you know, in all fairness to you, you we can put this at the tip top of the price range that it will appraise at and we can expect multiple offers and they were super excited. So when I went back to them and said, you know, here's a young man that has FHA financing, he, he can get this down payment assistance, which helps him get in. But if it gets into multiple offers, clearly there might be stronger um, financing, but it's your call, you know, whatever you want to do. And they said, no, what's wrong with that? We get our money. We don't care how he gets his money. We're proud of him. We, we're happy to see him succeed. Wow. So yeah, I love that. You know what? You just made my day. Oh, good. And we're out of time. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a fast show. <laughs> it was. So I... If I want to get a hold of you to sell my home or buy a home, if I'm one of these young folks starting out, maybe how do I get a hold of Robin? Um, whether you're a young folk starting out or <laughs> you are established and want to sell your multi-million dollar house, whatever it is, I can help you. Call me on my cell phone. It's 507 
259-4926, and I look forward to hearing from you. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Robin. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. You too. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Mayo Clinic Radio. On-